and welcome to a Taylor's Tales podcast. This is Chris's Corner. I'm your host, Chris Taylor, and welcome back to a brand new episode. It's episode 100, people. This is it. It's been 100 episodes of the Taylor's Tales podcast. Chris's Corner has been here for this long. Uh, this episode's a real special one. It's between me and my, one of my closest friends of all time, George Taylor. It's we talk about a range of things, uh, going from lizard people in, <laughs> in operating within the American government uh, to nostalgia, childhood nostalgia, to the minimalism trend of you know wearing what's uh, fit for you, and then also talking about mental health and the ability to to quit out al- alcohol and focus on becoming a better person at the end of the podcast, and I think gives a real positive message overall. Episode 100 to me means a lot. I've been doing this now for a couple of years and it's been truly uh, an enjoyable process, but also something that I will continue to do. Uh, I imagine for the rest of my life because it's helped me in many ways in terms of being able to express myself verbally, as well as understand how to do research, uh, editing, all of these little things that you don't really realize that you have to do when you're working uh, within a, an environment that you've never been in before and working for yourself and and doing all these little things. So thank you, the listener, for being here for that long and welcome to uh, episode 100 of the Taylor's Tales podcast. So let's get into it. I was was saying to my dad the other day, like you should play life the same way you play a video game and you should get badges for certain things that you've accomplished. So like, for instance, you know, in Fallout 3 and and you'd get like charismatic points, you'd get points for being a lock picker, points for like being really gung-ho and then you could because you chose so many points for charisma or for intelligence you'd get like you'd be unable to talk to people or you'd be so stupid you wouldn't be able to come up with a good answer like it would it would have to even out somewhere i would love that, that in would real be life, pretty though. awesome so you pretty much want your life to be like fallout not in real not not like the post-apocalyptic <laughs> side of things no <laughs> can you imagine if I, if I was in any sort of video game uh it wouldn't be call of duty for a start um i'd probably say like something like i would say like gta because well it's it's more free and that it? it's like well it's like life anyway isn't it really yeah but um except from you can't go around with guns and shoot people so it'd be cool to like have you played no man's sky see i haven't played it because i got told originally it was not worth playing but maybe i'll give it a go it's all, go. It's all right it's all right it just depends on what sort of like rpg games you play if you're one like, if you like Assassin's Creed and you like doing like all the side missions and stuff, it's uh, it's quite a good game to go out and explore. There's not really like a time scale where you have to, you know, you have to see the game the whole way through in just like one day. You can go out and do like different things and a bit like uh, if you ever played Elden Scrolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, sorry, Elden, not uh, Elden Scrolls, Elden Ring. Oh, Elden one. Ring. Sorry, yeah, no, 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 no. I haven't played yeah. that. Oh, mate, I'm really surprised you haven't played that because that's actually really good. It's got um, the, I think it's got like visuals and I think, who's the guy from Game of Thrones? The, um, the writer. Oh, George, um, George R. R. Martin. Yeah, he, I think he had something to do with the development of the game and, and all the visuals and stuff. So yeah, it's quite a good game actually. But it's Very hard. Nice. It's, it's like the, um, what's that game? Is it Oblivion? That's like almost impossible to play, or like almost impossible to complete. So oh, difficult. you're you're thinking of um. Oh, what's it called? Uh, the, 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 
yeah, I've played, so I've played the third one. It's like, um, oh God, it's with those massive monsters that are literally just yeah, like impossible to destroy. <clears throat> Damn. Yeah. Um, Dark Souls. I thought, I thought Dark Souls, that's it, yeah. Dark God. Souls, yeah, you know your games. Yeah, Dark Souls, it's very similar to that, man. But it is good, it is good. It just takes a lot of time. Yeah, like the and I've, I've heard so many reactions of people going, what the hell is this? What am I fighting right now? Like, seriously, there were, like, the, the monsters and, and, and stuff in there was just, like, there was a tree that was, like, kind of, a, like, a, like, a round table sort of thing with, like, four legs. And it was, like, part stone and part tree. It looked really cool. But, again, I think it's, like, it's one of those things that you have to do a lot of stuff to then come back and defeat that. That, that 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 certain boss so it's not as if you're like a level one and you you think you can go and you, you can go and fight this like level 50 monster with like just a bronze longsword or something like that you have to like do all these side missions to kind of complete and and, and make your armory like better so it's definitely Dude, like an rpg i'll, I'll take your recommendation because you you're known for good <clears throat> recommendations for video games all the way back from like 2003 all the way all onwards basically so i i will i will go play that because do you remember you it gave good. it was it was you who got me into Call of Duty. It was you who got me into um, partly into I think Harry Potter into like all of the video games from the early days. So you have a a, a history of high scoring video games from day one, basically. <laughs> so, so good on you, yeah. there, man. I just I I just I I think I prefer the um, the sort of level up games like the ranks play games rather than the RPG games because I just find that you know things like Assassin's Creed like the maps are huge and like GTA as well um, and when you've got like so much to do and you've got like you kind of want to go off and do your own thing it's kind of it's hard to kind of keep that balance but I do yeah I enjoy all those sort of RPG games but I'm definitely level up rank up play and stuff but but yeah give Elder Scrolls uh, 10 Elder Scrolls Elden Rings a try uh, Elder Rings yeah, a try yeah I will I'm, you, well, I'm planning on getting in I think either September yeah well September <sighs> let's say September the Xbox Series X um, so that I can join the crew not got that yet. no uh, purely because I'm saving money at the moment uh, but when I have my own apartment I'm planning on getting a projector for it so that I can plaster it on the wall. Nice. You're gonna have enough room for a projector. I've got I've, I've yeah. my uncle's got a projector um and he says it's really good and he's got like a built-in surround sound system. And mate, we watched Star Wars about two years ago, the last time we were up there, and it was like it was amazing. But I think you've kind of got to have like the light, you've got to make sure that you have you, you haven't got as much light because the projector is like, you know what we used to school and stuff like it's very quite mm. it's very quite dark so you need to make sure that you've got the, the lighting in the room and stuff for that but when are you moving again it well i have to now because of the new job it'll be september the first uh so i have to find a new place for then um so, so yeah pretty pretty got, quick you've got such a busy summer man how are you gonna like oh, oh, wow don't don't even get me started for, i'm surprised you've even got time for this man i make time man i make time like there's there's things i prioritize so i pr prioritize friends so talking to you i'd like if you told me like chris i need you here at this time i'll be like i'm there like i'll, I'll cancel plans for stuff like for my friends my close friends i should say because like that's that's just who i am but like 
for stuff that I kind of lower prioritize, which a lot of other people probably do higher prize, like going out events, stuff like that. I'm not yeah. as sociable when it comes down to stuff because I prioritize stuff like podcasts, stuff like speaking to friends, stuff like going on long, hectic runs that people are like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, you know, traveling, those sort of things. But we all have different priorities. It's just, it's just the high oh, Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, for effect. sure, for sure. That's not a bad thing, though. You're doing what you love, so. Exactly, exactly. And it, <clears throat> it goes like that. I feel, you know what, George? I'm just going to say that that pod, that I'm going to keep that in the podcast because that was a fantastic, like, this is just, we're just going to just jump right in, mate, because, like, that was fantastic. Oh, sweet. Start, okay. I thought, yeah. Um, what I was going to ask you, and, and this is a bit of a weird question, but I want to pose this to my guests as like a, a sort of a almost starter. We'll use that as like the prologue, but um, the starter question if a tree falls in the woods and you don't see it, has it still fallen? Oh, that's a good question. Um, yes, because I've seen it and I've witnessed it. So even, even though you're not in the woods and a tree has fallen and you're yeah. not there to see it, does it Oh, you're fall? not there. Does it oh, you're fall? not there to see it. Oh, no, mm. no, no. So, I thought you meant ooh. as if I saw the, as if I had seen it fall. No, 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 no. Sorry, I didn't explain that properly. But like the whole concept of that is just like a, a psychology question behind like a lot of people. Some people think of the, the multiverse. Some people think of like the, you know, the, the, the parallel universes and all these things. And it, it's cool to, to contemplate um, just because you don't see something. Does it actually happen? You know? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Do, do you ever contemplate stuff like that? Or am I just mad? You know, mad? <laughs> um. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it, to be honest. Like, I don't, obviously, I think the multiverse and stuff, they're all science fiction and, and stuff like that. But I do believe that there are, like, alien planets similar to ours. I don't think they're on the same cognitive time schedule as us. I don't think there's going to be another Chris Taylor doing a podcast right at this minute and like under the sea or something that's just ridiculous but i mean you know i'm always open to, to theories and stuff i'm quite a conspiracy theorist so i quite like the idea of people uh that's opened up another new question hasn't it um i quite like the idea of uh people's thoughts and views on on, on events historical events especially that that um that could be that could be true or couldn't couldn't have possibly happened but yeah that's so so you're into space I, I, this always brings up tom DeLong in my mind like you, were you inspired by tom from early days and seeing like the alien side of things like back in like the early days yeah i mean obviously i was a big fan of blink 182 growing up and um and i think it was more like sort of independence day with will smith uh i think that was my first and apart from star wars as well i think that was my first uh, first film that I sat down and watched, and I kind of was more interested in like the space and 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 what else could be out there because I don't believe that for a second that we're the only life form in this universe. I mean, you 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 look up at the stars and you can only see a certain percentage of of what's actually out there, um, and because of light pollution and stuff, and we can only see what the eye as far as the eye can see, sort of thing. So. I mean, you know, you look at the new Hubble telescope uh, that has been launched. I don't think it's called the Hubble. I think it's called something else. But getting the clearest 
pictures from from you know millions of light years away and just thinking that every every little dot has got seven or eight exoplanets i think they're called and i just think that's brilliant i think that's awesome i like the unknown it's it just it, it just opens more questions to to, to things it does you know what yeah. i'm saying dude but like even like, like area yeah go on no, I was I was going to ask you as well. You said the Hubble te- telescope. Did you see recently they discovered the oldest universe of all time? I did see that. I did see that. I was looking at that on Twitter because I follow NASA, and I was like, "Wow, so many like colors and and things like that. Like the spectrum is like crazy." And I see another um, like a video of a uh, dark ho- a black hole as well. That was a uh, man like. That's scary shit. Like that, that could happen. <laughs> like this is why I, I think human beings should only last a hundred years. Because if we go any further, we're gonna have to witness these sort of things. Like we're gonna have to witness a black hole suck in our universe, and we'll just be like, no. I know, I know. That's. I mean, that's definitely something out of like a video game or or what's happening in the multiverse and things like that. It depends on just what you believe in, really. But. But yeah, for sure, I'm definitely, I'm definitely one for um for conspiracy theories and 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 think and life possibly elsewhere, maybe not in our universe though, maybe not in mm. our like solar system to say, but I think definitely out there, for sure. Yeah, I think I think you're right, and there there's something fishy about all of these little events that have happened through human history about where we've seen like spaceships come to the planet and they've been like technologically advanced to the point where you have to think to yourself like, hmm, I think it's just not and impossible that we're not alone sort of thing, you know? Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, you look at like Area 51 as well, that apparently they don't have any artificial intelligence or anything in yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, you see, I mean, who's that guy? Is it like Snowden, Robert Snowden? Um, you know, he, he, he works for like a big company or for the government. And he said that there's loads of uh, files out there that are unclassified. Um, yeah. So it'd be so interesting to, to, to see that. And I think if I was ever president of the United States, the first thing I'd do is be like, is there any more life forms out there? And they'll be like, yes, Mr. President, come and have a look at this. This is what we captured this week. This is what came down today. And I'll be like, whoa. And then what I'll do, I'll retire and then tell the world, make millions from it. That's why I did. I think everyone has You'd a write your own book. I think everyone has You'd a write your own vote. book, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. But do you not think that everyone should have a right to know? If something came down from our planet, would you be scared as a citizen or would you not? Like... See, I, I think they've already done this to um, the previous president. I think um, Mr. Orange Face himself actually found out and he, it was too big. Like it was, it was too much info. Like it was so big that he, he knew that if he told the world and he told his followers um, and I think it might blow people's minds a little bit so much that you're like, oh God. Yeah. existential crisis mode activate sort of thing or maybe not i don't know maybe i'm underestimating people maybe maybe that's the thing like maybe the government is underestimating people's ability to deal with aliens i really i really don't know yeah. how people would deal with it yeah well if donald trump knew i'm pretty sure that he'd go on twitter and do like an explosive rant or something like he used to 
Um, and yeah, I, I, I think as a president, I think you kind of you have rules that you what you are and what you're not allowed to say. Like, here's the big red button, push it if you feel like it, or or when there is an attack or whatever, but don't press it just because it's there, sort of thing. Like, you've still got a you still got a right to protect people, and I think in a way, I wouldn't like. I, there would there would just be so many questions rather than answers. Uh, if we ever found out that there was any sort of life forms and stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you've heard, have you heard the conspiracy about the uh, conspiracy theory about the, uh, the, Obama, uh, the Obamas? No. So apparently uh, Barack Obama is uh, a lizard in, in, in human form. And, uh, and I think, I can't remember who his uh, right hand man was at the time, not Joe no, it wasn't another one. It was it was a different. It was he wasn't a vice president, but he was like a general attorney. And yeah, it seems to be like the whole hierarchy of the government that are all like lizards and like biological creatures and stuff. And what was another one I saw the other day? Uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Apparently, he's like a robot or something. He's not actually like he's not actually real. He's just like a computer, I can, I can believe AI that. sort of thing. Man, he looks like yeah, he's got like facial like facial expressions like Christian Stewart sometimes like there's like it's just very blank isn't it it's like very hard to read if what <laughs> so he's saying true. is actually true but um but yeah I love all that stuff dude I think you're on the money there so some of them are a little bit ridiculous like maybe the lizard people <laughs> are a little bit like a little bit far but you know oh yeah it is what it is oh you never that, know that sort of, you know oh yeah it is what it is oh you never that, know that sort of. could have a multiverse mate could be living in something that we don't even know can you imagine if this turns out to be the lizard universe and it, we just happen to be in it like this just happens That'd to be, be awesome. the lizard universe that would be pretty cool it would explain the climate change <laughs> they're trying to warm it up See, this is a whole different project. Don't even get me started on that. I believe it. Obviously, I believe in climate change and things like that. But yeah, I don't think it's a subject we should really go on to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could talk about anything else, though, but pronouns <laughs> and stuff. But I don't want to get in trouble. That's it, man. Good, good, man. Keep your nose clean. I was going to ask, you've got a really clean setup in the background now. I love your uh, background, those shoes. Oh, like, that's really man. nicely thank set you. up, mate. Um, I was going to ask, like, what sort of, sort of shoes are you going on there? That's like a really nice, clean setup there. So I've got uh, some 95s, which are the top ones. I've got mm. uh, some Nike uh, Sakaias, and I've bought some uh, Air Force Ones yesterday. And I've got some, I don't know if you can see those ones up there. I mm. think they're just no, uh, low Jordan Dunks. I've, uh, yeah, I've, I've kind of invested quite a lot of, money into into trainers i never used to be quite i never used to be fashionable at all um but then one year i was like i don't have any clothes for like summer i always have winter clothes so when it was boiling it would like i'd be wearing jumpers and stuff and like i had no shorts so i was just like this year i'm just gonna go for a massive like like shopping spree and, and and sort out my wardrobe and things like that and i think it's, I think it's getting you've nice kind of blown faster. my mind a little bit there because now that you said that this makes so much sense because now I remember you wearing winter clothes in summer. This makes so much sense now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Literally, it was so bad. Yeah, I know. Literally, it was so bad. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've still got like a jumper that I wore like three or four years ago that I just haven't seemed to have grown out of. Um, but I don't really tend to walk about that in public. It's more uh, just 
sort of chilling around the house. As, Dude, you've uh, released yeah, your secret back. into the world. Now everyone knows you can't go outside know, the house. I was, I was gonna, why are you wearing uh, winter gear in summer, George? <laughs> I know, I know. That's the thing. I went shopping. I'm not a massive. Um, I'm not a massive fan of online shopping. Um, mm. I used to. I mean, I only really order stuff online that I really need, like plain white t-shirts, black t-shirts, and stuff like that. But yesterday, I went into town, and um, and it's the first time I've been into town for ages. Normally. I, uh, you know, I'm very specific about what I want. So I would go in and then I'd be like, okay, I'm going to buy a t-shirt today and a pair of trainers, but I'll come out with jeans and socks. So I was very undecisive about what it is that I actually wanted. Um, but yeah, like yesterday in town was just mad, like just rushing about and just slow walkers. I just can't stand anymore. Like, get out of the way. But, um, but it's just so annoying. But yeah, I mean, if it's, uh, if it's something I need, I'll probably go into town, but. What about you? Are you more online or are you more? For me, 90% of my clothes are exercise clothes. So you have to like force me to buy like clean, nice press shirts, stuff like that. Like I I have to find an event. Like I buy clothes around events. So for instance, when we went to the race tracks, I bought an outfit for that event. So I'm kind of, um, I don't know. Like you have to force me to buy clothes. It's just not something that I prioritize. I'll buy new clothes if they're torn apart, if there's holes in them. But I'm one of those oh, guys, sure. like, who yeah. have to like. I'm a minimalist. I hate having a wardrobe that is just piling up. Like, I have to clean yeah. it out, and you know, I'd rather spend money on stuff that I know I'm gonna wear often and regularly rather than something that i'm just gonna wear once and then never wear again sort of thing yeah like it's like an investment it's like get a jacket in the summer but it's not for the summer it's for like like prepping yourself for like months ahead sort of thing yeah no i totally get that yeah you looked very dapper for the zebra races by the way was that like was that that pre-planned or did you have an idea in your head like, uh, it was know, pre-planned so so, so i'd, I'd made sure that yeah. a week in advance that i'd uh made sure i'd gone through and, and got an idea in my head of, of yeah. what i wanted to, to do so yeah it, it's it's yeah. uh the probably uh people would call that ocd and <laughs> wanting, wanting to to plan that far ahead <laughs> but it is what it is oh, mate, I, honestly i'm the, oh, mate, I, honestly, I'm the same i'm the same i have to i feel like i have to plan Probably like two or three weeks before an event. No, I know exactly what I'm going to be wearing. I know exactly what trainers I'm going to be wearing. I've got to make sure that I get a haircut in either the day before or two days before. So in case I don't like it, it's got that day of you know sort of styling it or whatever. But yeah, I think I don't. I don't really like. I don't really go to events and stuff anymore. So I think more of what I bought is more just an investment in case you know like an event comes out sort of thing. But, but yeah. You gotta to want to enjoy it as well, don't you? Like you want to walk out the door and feel good about yourself. You know, that's the that's the main thing I always think. Like you feel confident walking out the door oh, in the clothes sure. you wear. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I I I, I bought uh, I bought some aftershave yesterday. I bought that Savage, that Johnny Depp one. Uh, nice. Only like a little small bottle, and I just I love the smell of of, of that certain aftershave, and it's normally quite expensive you don't go online it's normally you know sort of 70 80 quid for like a full big bottle and uh and they've done a sale for like i think it was like 50 or 60 quid for for, for just a little small one i was like yeah i'm having that but i've got quite the aftershave collection now so 
I'm happy with Dude, that. You, you know what? I I think that's actually a secret to one of the, the favorite things that women don't talk about very often, but you will get hair put on very quickly, snapped up on. If you smell nice, it's like instant win, basically. You get they they're they're on your side. If you smell good, like it just becomes a win. That's one of the secrets. I've I've noticed that I've been told basically if, if I smell nice and I get told that I know, I'm already like, ah. Got ya. <laughs> for sure. For sure. And if the aftershave don't do it justice, just wear chinos. Just wear chinos. Is that is that the just that wear the chinos, man? Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. I don't know if you noticed it, but I did when walking around newbie races. So but now that you said that, yes, that is actually very true. Like chinos, they're just a class act. You can wear them in so many scenarios, and I think that yeah. they're really reusable. Like that's the functionality talk in my head. Um, I think I talk, take after my dad in the sense that if something's not functional, I'm not going to buy it because I have like yeah. a camping, you know, thing in my head where like, oh, I can, if I can't take it camping, then I, you know, there's no point having it in the first place. Yeah, I know. I, th- I think that your dad has run that straight into you from an early age. I think, yeah. Yeah. You've got to make sure that you're warm or if you're not, you're not going out make sure you bring a jacket or whatever just to yeah i know what you mean but uh i watched the uh, speaking of your dad i watched uh the other guys yesterday man i was saying to megan the whole time i was like your dad looks so much like will ferrell it's unbelievable <laughs> and after all these years you can you can even start denying it but he looks identical to will ferrell get a picture accept- of will, a picture of will ferrell now mate dad. You've got to accept oh, it. Yeah. Does he get it a lot? Does he, does, does he get people to say, does people come up and tell him or not really? I think because he's quite, when he's not smiling, he's kind of a daunting figure towards people. And I've just been told this, like if he's not smiling, then people don't want to come up to him. So it's kind, because, kind because of... Because he's like six foot five. And like, yeah. It, built. yeah like, he's he's quite a, a, a big guy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think that if if he was if he does and he's in a good mood, then people are much more happy to take the piss and like say like yeah you look like Will Ferrell and he'll be like oh right then yeah I am yeah. but it, it is what it is isn't it at the end of the day yeah I mean I don't I don't I've got, I, I I have never had anyone come up to me actually I did once when uh, we just started secondary school and someone told me that I looked like a, a younger Richard Hammond from Top Gear. So I was quite, I was quite impressed by that. I was quite happy to take that, really. But this was is this when, when I you was had like, the longer just, hair. Yeah, this is yeah, proper yeah, proper coffee emo hair. Um, yeah, so that was that was quite a that was quite a weird. Uh, that was quite a, yeah, quite a weird change. Um, but yeah, I don't think I look like anyone. I'm quite happy just being normal, Bill. So. <laughs> yeah you look like you like that's the thing i think that's the nice thing is if you've got like a unique face that you're not getting compared to somebody consistently that's that's always a nice feeling oh, as well. sure. like you're you yeah and... i mean there's there's people over in the states that are impersonating rappers at the moment i don't know if you've seen this but uh there's no. someone on instagram called uh fake drake and uh he's got the haircut he does he looks very similar to drake got the hairstyle he's got the looks he's got uh yeah, he looks exactly like him, but he's an impersonator, and he uh, he actually earns money from going into like private events, and yeah, you'll see a lot of these. There's one, there's a rapper called uh, Little Dirk, 
that has that has a very similar uh, person that looks like him. And uh, yeah, he just goes around parties and just yeah sleeps with women and yeah, well I think he sleeps with women. I'm sure he does. If you look like that, but yeah, no, it was. I mean, wow, Jeez. crazy how many people could just get money from that. It's crazy. Have a look at him. Fake Drake. I'm gonna look that up on Instagram. Yeah, fake Drake and little little Dirk. L I L D U R K. But yeah, these people actually get stopped on the streets. It's brilliant. It's fantastic. It's cool. It, it's funny you should say that because I remember I think somebody's dad and I, I believe it's a famous person the guy's name I can't remember at the top of my head oh, he, he's played the angel in this Amazon series recently and he's he's in loads of stuff he's a Welsh gentleman and if I can think of it he's in uh, did you ever watch the series Good Omens or, yes yeah, so he's yeah, the yeah. angel um, I forgot his name. Oh, I know. Um, Michael, someone. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so his dad was like a impersonator. Like he did the exact same thing. So it was really, and he got paid like big bucks back then, like in the nineties, wow. to to impersonate. And I can't remember off the top of my head. I think it was um, either. that was it jack nicholson i knew it was going to come to me so he looked yeah 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 like a split exact look like jack nicholson and during the 90s apparently he just got paid so much to just go he went on red carpets he went on like massive movie events that jack couldn't go on which was insane and i thought to myself like can you imagine that you just got to live the life but without having any of the consequences. Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So was he an impersonator or was he like a stunt double? Because I know some no, stunt doubles, a... they are quite, they look, they do look quite alike, don't they? Yeah. I, I love the, I don't know if you saw it, but in Thor Love and Thunder, Chris Hemsworth's stunt double, he had to like, because Chris Hemsworth was getting so big, like ma- massive wise, he, he had to keep up. And like he put on so much weight within such a short amount of time, it was insane. Like him having to keep up with Chris Hemsworth rather than the other way around for a stunt double. Sod that. That's like keeping up with Mark Wahlberg. Can you yeah. imagine like living his life? Have you seen his artillery for like what he does during the day? I've I've seen that he gets up at three a.m. in the morning, and that's all I need to hear. Basically, <laughs> he gets it. I mean, he gets it. I mean, that's commitment. Like he has, I think, yeah, from like three until like five, he's in the gym. And then he has like a, an hour's praying time. Um, and then he's back at it, goes to work, family time. It's a crazy schedule. But that is like making the most of, of 12 hours a day or whatever. Like that's, that's, that's yeah. crazy, 24 hours. Um, but man, that's, that's, I think James Corden, I think James Corden tried it. At one of his uh, on that late late show, did you see it? That I did funny. see that, and I was just like, if if anyone was in need of somebody taking over their life and getting them in shape, it's James Corden. Like <laughs> he needed that. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, that would be cool though. I think I mean I mean I mean if you if you get yourself into that routine, I think you know it's hard to it's hard to break, isn't it? So if you're used yeah. to getting up at that time. You can't just suddenly stay on for another hour in bed sort of thing. Yes, but it's, I think <clears throat> the most important thing that this like kind of 
a lot of these celebrities and a lot of these like guys who do this don't talk about is that it's really important to get eight hours of sleep. And some of these guys are getting like, you know, six and four and five. And you're like, you're just going to burn the candle at both ends, man. Like that's not healthy. Yeah. Like, it's, it's really not good for you and your recovery. Um, yeah, for sure. That That's like, you know, I don't know if you know about this, but if you get less than seven hours of sleep regularly, uh, you're more likely to get Alzheimer's. So, oh really? Know, yeah, it's good. Good examples right. of that is uh, Ronald Reagan and um, the ex prime minister, uh, the Iron Lady herself, who got it as well. Yeah. And um, they both got it because they got, you know, they used to talk about that they would only get like five or four hours sleep a night. Um, and they both got Alzheimer's. So it's just like, yeah. don't do it basically, because. <laughs> Oh, really? I think it's, 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 it's hard, though, because if you're in a certain position like a prime minister, I can't imagine, like, going to sleep knowing that you've got the whole of the UK to, to please and to, and to do your job at the same time. I think you've got to be really, you know, my hat's off to the people that actually do those sort of routines because it just seems like they never really stop. They ain't got real time to, to actually be uh, or do anything that they want. So fair play to them. But I think a routine is like, it's very important. I mean, for me, I can't stand going to bed later than 11 o'clock anymore. I used to be able to do it, but I'm more of a, uh, I'm more of a morning person now. I like to get up at like sort of five, six o'clock in the morning, you know, go take a shower at seven, make sure I'm out of, you know, I'm out of the shower by a certain time and eat properly and get ready for, for work at nine and things like that. So and yeah, I think a routine is definitely definitely part of something if you want to if you want to change like old habits and lifestyle is uh, is sleep. I just love sleep. <laughs> I, no, I totally agree because if you just kind of think think it through, and if you're just allowing your day to to go by and say, oh, maybe I'll just do it tomorrow, maybe I'll do tomorrow, maybe I'll do tomorrow, it, it just keeps going. You there's there's always people out there saying, I'll yeah. start my fitness journey tomorrow. Or I'll I'll start meditating tomorrow. You know, it's it's just constant, isn't it? Really, at the end of the day. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I think you know as well as like because I'm I've just started uh, I've just started tracking my calories, um, and I've got to make sure that I think they they do say to have protein before you go to bed, um, mm. and I've got to get out of the habit of um, of having a coffee before bed as well. I'm literally living on coffee at the moment. And uh, I always have one before bed. Um, and I don't know if, obviously, I know it disrupts like your sleeping pattern and stuff, but I can quite easily sleep through a cup of coffee, which is weird. I don't know if that's quite good or, or that's quite bad. But yeah, it's just, I've never had a real difficulty to, to sleep at all. I could be sleeping on an airplane with hardly any leg room for like seven hours and sleep the whole way through. Um, it only takes me about 10, 15 minutes in a moving car or a train or a bus or whatever transport. I'll be out like a light. Seriously, I love. I just love any sort of motion that just sends me to sleep. It's great, dude. You're lucky. You're one of the few, the 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 very few who are able to do that. You and Elijah Wood, basically. <laughs> Elijah Wood. I don't know. What time do you go to bed? Me, ten o'clock. I'm one of those people. But what do you like? Do you do you do you stay up for a bit and read, or do you listen to music, or listen to a podcast before you go to bed, or? <sighs> I wish I could say I've got a healthy going to bed habit. I do not, sadly. I used to meditate before I go to bed uh, when I was on my roll mat, but I've got into a bad habit of watching movies before I go to bed, um, which isn't good for you at all. Uh, but I do love doing it, so it's... 
I need to create that evening routine as good as my morning routine. So it's a little bit of lack of equilibrium there for me. Um, but yeah. you know, what do you do? Um, I just listen to music, mate. To be honest, I mean, I wish I could get into a book. Um, I'm, well, I am. I'm kind of reading like a it's a self self help uh, self help book. Um, it's called mm. Healing Is the New High by uh, an author called Bex King, and he's got uh, a collection of about three or four books, and it's all um, it's all about you know taking control of your life and um, you, you know being in charge of your, of your brain and your feelings, emotions, everything like that. It's just a whole collective book that you can just sort of you don't have to read every chapter if it doesn't really relate to you but if you're if you're down and you're having a sad day or something you can you know look through the index and you can go right okay chapter four is all about you know how to start being more content and more and and you know enjoying enjoying some time alone use it as a kind of rest thing um so i've just got that by my side and i'll pick it up you know maybe twice three times a week um but normally for me like getting into bed at like you know sort of nine half nine you know i chuck on an album i listen to some like old school hip-hop old school r&b and uh put that on a little bit of a low volume so i can still you know still collectively think um but then yeah by you know by probably about four or five songs in i think i'm asleep i don't actually hear that's the fantastic. end of the album so so that's my sort of like little remedy uh really but i can imagine yours is more like you probably listen to a you would want to listen to like a podcast, wouldn't you, or something before you go to bed? Probably listen to Lo-Fi, mate. Probably listen to Lo-Fi. Oh, yes, Lo-Fi. Mate, I'm going to try your uh, Lo-Fi mix today. I was really impressed with that. Thank you'll you. Have to Thank do you like a, you'll have to do like a tutorial guide on how you did that. I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> I will. I will. That's a good one. I'm just going to pause it here just because the Zoom meeting is going to kick us out in two minutes because I don't have the pro version. But I'll restart it in like two seconds. So, so give me two minutes. A few moments later. I refuse to pay Zoom any money whatsoever. I shall consistently <clears throat> steal from them until they uh, give us unlimited time on the old Zoom meetings. <laughs> he says that whilst live on Zoom. Well, they probably can. Who cares? Fight me, now, <laughs> yeah. Fight me now, CEO of Zoom. Fight me now. Back to what you were saying earlier. Like, lo-fi, you know, it's so relaxing. It's so like methodic is that it no like uh what's the word melodic yeah melodic melodic thank you what you said about putting it together i've been listening to it since 2016 so i've got quite a like a collection of lo-fi over that period of time lots of different artists and i've kind of curated my favorites over that period of time i think my next step that i want to take is i want to create like a like a Harry Potter one or a Lord of the Rings one where it's like a mixture of like a, a genre or a, a specific film or something on those lines to maybe make a niche one. But uh, Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think uh, I think a Lord of the Rings one would be good. I think Harry Potter, I don't think there's enough. Um, well, I suppose there is. But I think, I think if you were, I'd, I'd prefer going for Lord of the Rings. If I were you, I'd go for Lord mm. of the Rings. But and I mean, you've got who? Who's the composer of most? It's not. So, is it Danny Elfman? No, it's um, Howard Blue. Howard Shaw. Howard Shaw. There we go. Howard Shaw. Okay. Yeah. But no, I, I would. I would do Lord of the Rings. I feel like that's got more more of a width to yeah. lo-fi than it has with Harry Potter. Yeah, got got that vibe, doesn't it? Where you can take Hobbiton 
and sort of turn it into that relaxation slash like kind of hip hoppy beat to it as well. For sure, I think I, I must I must listen to um uh is it Curious Hobbits or Traveling Hobbits? Maybe yeah, twice yeah, yeah, a month. Yeah. Is it Curious Curious Hobbits or something like that? Concerning Hobbits. Hobbits. That's it. Yeah, Concerning jinx. Hobbits. Yeah, exactly. I must, yeah, I got there in the end. Um, no, I think I listen to that probably like twice a week. Yes. At least on a dog walk as well. I think, you know, where I live at the moment, you know, there's lots of uh, fields and, and and trees and open space. So it's quite cool to kind of just listen to all that sort of music and, 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 and definitely get your head sort of relaxed, you know, so. A hundred percent. Because you can it, it sort of, if you're sometimes like me, I'm a little bit of a hothead sometimes. So I get into an argument. The best way for me to cool down is to kind of listen to stuff like that or to work out. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so that sort of resets me and and makes me stay in that sort of zen zone, you know? Yeah, it's nice. It's good. I was having this conversation with my mom the, um, the other day because she's very into reading. And uh, and the first books that I ever read or I had read to me were the Harry Potter series. And mm. I just become so uh, lost in the world that, you know, my imagination back then was not, it was half of what it is now. Um, and, and I'd love to get back into, into those sort of, into those sort of books, but I just, I just don't have the patience to sit there and read. I just, for me, like music, is 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 my form of reading it's it's you know you're listening to to, to different types of genres um you know you, you you're interpreting interpreting um you know different uh levels of music as well sometimes it could be house it could be dance or it could be hip-hop and every 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 music or every album has to me like a story and i quite like that and that's kind of that's that's something that i enjoy doing Dude, that's beautiful. That's a great way of putting it because it has such a diverse feel to it, doesn't mm. it, music? And it's different to all of us. We've all got a, yeah. a, a sort of image of what we feel when we listen to certain things. Um, I don't yeah. think that, for me personally, music actually contains me like a key to some doors. So like I can activate yeah. a part of myself. For instance, when I'm running, if I want to take that extra level up, um, yeah. If I don't have headphones on and if I'm in a bad mood, that automatically puts me into the ability to just unlock that door and just turn on, turn know on, you, uh, <laughs> you know, the the know demon within, basically. And uh, that's yeah. that's something that I you don't think there's anything. With. No, you, what, what were you going to say? Sorry. Sorry, you were, you keep freezing. You were cutting out a little bit, so I wasn't quite sure when you were speaking. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, my internet here, mate, is terrible. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Hasn't got Zoom. Hasn't got good internet connection. He's Listen, running a shoddy um, podcast. No, I, yeah. <laughs> nah, it's fine, mate. It's all, um, yeah, no, I went to the, I, I went to the gym yesterday and I was in a rush and I couldn't. I forgot to pack my headphones. And I tell you what, I done probably the most half-hearted workout I've, I've ever done. I just went in there and I was like, normally I'd listen, I'd listen to to, to hip hop, and I walked in and I was like. Okay, it's it's just music. It's very boom, 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 which I don't mind, but it's not something that would give me that, you know, that that serotonin sort of um, sort of boost. Um, so I was like, okay, this is going to be weird. And yeah, every workout I was doing, and it was just songs were just getting worse, and it was like, oh, please just put on something decent. 
Uh, but I just couldn't go up and ask him to play something decent because I wasn't in that right mindset. But, but I think headphones are definitely key for any sort of people that are gymming, especially with like cardio as well. I can't imagine going running without any sort of headphones or any background noise. I, I would say that you have to be, you have to have done it for a while to be able to run without headphones. Yeah. I would always suggest to people to, who are starting to wear headphones because it does allow you to have that motivation to get keep going it's very hard for, for me to say to people unlock your inner psychopath and go fucking running without headphones like it's not easy for people to understand how to do that in the first place like uh it's it's really yeah it's much more beneficial to say take some hardcore rap and rock and just go listen to it get in that zone and channel it into your cardio or into your workout um but you, you were saying to me the other day, you don't really listen to heavy music when you're working out, which I find really interesting. Uh, I, I, I have once, and I think that was, it was Linkin Park, what I've done. Um, and I had that on repeat when I was doing a leg day because I was really struggling that day. And I thought, okay, I need to, I need to have something to boost that adrenaline. Um, and, and, and I think that song kind of got me, got me through it as well. Um, but yeah, I think I've kind of, I mean, I'm all into sort of music genres and stuff, but I think it just depends on the mood, really. I mean, I, I mean I'm mean, i not like Jordan. I mean, he listens to some sort of heavy, heavy stuff. I've got no problem with that. It is good music, but it's just not, it's just something that I just can't function. Like, it's just too loud, way too loud. Wait till you unlock Bunkai, my friend. Wait till you unlock Bunkai. <laughs> Who's this? It's basically um, there's there's this term within the anime world, but that um, it's it's you know what a super saiyan is, yeah? A super saiyan. Super saiyan. It. Uh, no, I have no idea what that is. Okay, so so within the anime community, there's this thing where you level up as a as a like the anime character will level up, gain more power, they'll gain more strength by saying just this one word. Right, Type okay. in um, on Spotify the word bunkai which means to transport form in Japanese. It's this idea of if you listen to this music while you're running, while you're working out, you'll listen to it and you will unleash that next level within yourself. And okay. like you have to be, I mean, for me, it, it works because I know that if I'm in the zone and if you know what the zone is, it's literally such a high level of concentration that you see nothing else but the moment that you're in. There is nothing else around you. There is literally this one moment. And when you're listening to this sort of music, it allows you to channel even more energy within to it. So it's it's one of those things that when I said earlier, um, unlocking your inner psycho, that's what I mean. Like it's it's that ability to transform into that demon within you. So you need to keep going with what you're doing but one day you'll you'll come to me and say chris i've, I've unlocked bunkai <laughs> yeah so does that have to be with like that certain genre of music does it have to be with no no no, no. i just anything? mean like it's it's just literally an idea you know it's it's just literally one day you'll come to me and say i've unlocked the zone i've unlocked this this new way of, of working out and and this ability for you to just be so focused on what you're doing that there will be yeah, nothing sure. else yeah yeah you'll love it mate trust me i'll have to try that i think i've got a um i'm doing a cyclone class next week which is like a 
you know the peloton cycling things where you've got yeah. someone up there or you've got like a projector and you've got to go at a certain speed um and a lot of that would be very um well, I, I i you'd have to have something that's very quite upbeat so maybe like some drum and bass or or maybe even some rock music who knows i, I, mean, I, I i'll let you know even the killers will do right you know get some killers in there I, know, I think i think it's too slow for the killers for me i, th- I need something that's going to kind of match my heartbeat you know well, yes. I'll let you know how it goes. I might not be able to make it next week, depending on how my legs go. But who knows? Who knows? Keep it going, my friend. You're, you're, you're. Har- I'm so pleased for you, mate. You're making so much progress over like such a short period of time as well. Um, so Thanks, good on you. Like, how are you feeling mentally at the moment? Are you feeling clearer? You know, you know, as a person, you're making so much progress. Like, how are you feeling at the moment, like, mentally clear or anything along those lines? Yeah. Um, no, everything's going great. I mean, obviously. Um, you know, I, uh, the, the drinking started to just become a bit of a problem. Um, and I was doing it, uh, a lot over the past, you know, sort of six or seven years. Um, and then this year I kind of just got myself clean and, and just, you know, started taking life from a different perspective, sober perspective. Um, and, you know, I'm not saying that I've been clean this whole entire year since January, but, Obviously, you know, I could, I've had a few drinks here and there with with good catch ups of mates, but for me, there have been more of uh, of tests to see if I can or can't stop in a way. Um, and yeah, they have both been successful. But I I just think that for me, because it was such a big part of my life, I think I think to take that next step to become hopefully teetotal by the end of the year. It's something that I would say I thought would never have or never would happen in, you know, sort of six or seven years. So for me to get to this stage at 27 rather than 37, I think that's, you know, I've addressed that there was a problem and and things are good now. And I just intend to just, you know, keep working on myself every day and, you know, make sure that my mindset is is clinical and, and, and I'm in the right, I'm with the right people. Because I think at the end of the day, I think if you you got to surround yourself with positive people, um, you know, for me that was yourself and, and, and my family and, and and some of my friends and and it was it was it was a hard it was a hard process, but it was a it was a process that needed to be done. Better late than never, sort of thing. Been, so many people our age keep acting like twenty seven is the end of end of our lives. This is barely the beginning, know, my friend. You, you shouldn't oh, be mate, giving yourself well, such a hard time, man. No, I'm not giving myself a hard time. It's just I went to an engagement party last night, and uh, it was one of our childhood schoolmates from uh, from our primary school. And uh, the amount of people there, they were saying, uh, "Oh, are you are you married? Are you engaged? Or have you got a kid?" And I was like, "No, I'm single." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay." It's like it's like he was like uh, one of the guys came up to me and said, uh, "So how do you know?" And I said, "I've known him from uh, from when we were tiny. You know, we went to school together, and we've just grown up since then." And uh, and I just said it's just weird that you know people are starting to to get engaged and 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 you know real real things are happening like houses getting stuff done and babies and everything like that. It's like it puts things into perspective. Like you're actually getting older now. It's not you know it's not the same. It makes me laugh, man. I'm not getting married until I'm 37, mate. Fuck that. Fuck you know, that. I, I was I was thinking that as well. I was like, you know, I was I was thinking like, is 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 marriage all worth it? But obviously, it is. I will hopefully end up getting married. But 
you know, I'm in, I'm not, I'm not in a rush. So yeah, you, that's a really good mindset, man. Like just because everyone else is doing something doesn't necessarily making it right. I'd like to point out there as well. Like, you know, if everyone's yeah. decided to jump off a bridge, you don't friggin' follow them with it, you know, sort of thing as well. I think we had this conversation at New Races, didn't we? We were saying like how quickly everyone feel, you, you feel that everyone's getting married really quickly. But I think, you know, if you've been, if you've been together for seven or eight years, you know, pushing on or whatever, I think, I don't know if there's a real certain time where you think, okay, marriage is like, is is the next step for us because i have my uncle and um he's not married but he's been he's been with his girlfriend for for about 15 16 years mm. um and he's he's not he's not religious or anything so he just thinks that the, the marriage is just like it's just one of those things that you do and it's it's a lot of money but i guess you know it just depends on where you are and and tradition really i know your mum and dad got married in married in a church so i can imagine you'll probably get married in the church sort of thing so it's like i'm so flexible mate you know if it was up to me i'd be like your uncle i would not get married it's a government thing like do you know how much money it costs like it will be all down to my future wife i tell you that now if she wants to get married that's fine i'll happily pay for it but I will point out that it costs around 40 grand to do all of the big things. And I will say, I what would you rather have? 40 grand of a massive holiday cruising around the world, or would you rather have this massive wedding? <laughs> I'm going to be really cheesy here and say that I, I would want my missus just to be happy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Son, like, of, you know, son of a bitch wants, put me in it. Wants a wedding, like, <laughs> yeah, that's what you've got to think of, mate. You know, you've got, you've got to make sure that she's happy as well. And I think, like, you know... I don't know if it's a tradition anymore about, um, you know, the dad always pays for, or, or the parents always pay for, or most for, most for the wedding and stuff. I don't know how that works and, and things like that. I can imagine it's quite outdated now. But, um, yeah, I can imagine it is, a, it is a lot of money. But what I was thinking was that I can imagine your perfect honeymoon being like uh, like a massive cardio session around your, your, your house or your area. Like going uphill and viewing all your. Uh, I'm not going to do a marathon like for my so honeymoon. I like, like I said, your honeymoon, darling. Yeah, it's going to be a, a run around the block, but you're going at my pace, bitch. Yeah. Everyone would die. Okay. Everyone would die. No, yeah. um, <laughs> like <laughs> it, it's um for me again. Like I have no emotion when it comes down to that sort of thing. Like you said, I, not being cheesy or anything, but whatever she wants, she can have. That's, that's yeah, sort her. of thing. It, 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 I genuinely have the view that weddings are for for women. Like men don't really dream of weddings. We don't really. For, for me, I don't dream of getting married. I'm not like thinking, oh, I can't wait until that day when I'm walking down the. No, it's not for me. It's for her, yeah. and that's I'm happy, more than happy, to make it the best day ever and make all of that for her. But. For me personally, it means nothing. I could be like your uncle and literally just say, screw the government. They're not getting their their marriage tax. Um, and I'll just be happy either way. So, you know, it, it's, uh, yeah. it is what it is. But I'd love to know, what's your ideal honeymoon then, Mr. Calling me Mr. Cardio? <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it'd just be like a couple of weeks in the Bahamas or somewhere like Bora Bora. Or I've always wanted yeah. to go to Santorini and... It just yeah, it just depends. I mean, if I don't, if I if I'm not married by, you know, a certain age or in the next twenty odd years, I'm going to take myself to the Bahamas and Santorini and just marry myself. Ooh. So, <laughs> I like that. So, uh, no, that's a good so, shout. Yeah, well, you, 
No, I'm really joking. Um, no, I mean, yeah, Santorini, sort of St. Lucia, Bahamas. I think anywhere around there would be nice. Um, yeah. But yeah. But that'd be cool. It's beautiful, man. It's a beautiful idea. And I think that it's very easy to get sort of lost in that ideas of we'll pay for it later. You know what I mean by that? Like, we'll just take yeah. on the debt and then we'll pay for it later. Nah, yeah. it's not the way to go forward at all. Like, make sure, yeah. like, if you are going to do it, be sensible about it is what I would say to most people. Like, make sure you've got the money before you go saying, I'm going to get married or anything like those lines. Because, yeah. you know, you'll start resenting it. So one of the podcasts I li- literally just recorded, I talked about how the psychology behind people buying stuff they can't afford is that let's say you buy a new macbook pro and you don't have the money for it but you're looking to buy it and you want it you'll lose yeah. respect for that item because you can't afford oh, it sure, yeah yeah but if you save for it and you're patient and you wait and you create a cash flow that can afford it in the end it will become a treasure to you because it took that time to save up for it in the first place and you won't resent it. Yeah. So there is psychological games when it comes down to these sort of things as well. So I, I love that sort of stuff. Yeah. I don't know about you. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, it's like the same with, you know, we were talking about like, um, like clothes and stuff. Like it's more, mm. it's an investment really. And uh, yeah, going back to the saving up and things, I can remember from, uh, from, I must've been about 10 or 11, but I can remember there was this Pirates of the Caribbean black pearl ship right in Sainsbury's and it was 50 quid and it, it was I've still got it upstairs um but it was 50 quid and at the time I was doing a, a paper round um and they were paying you I think it was like 14 quid a week or something so from Monday all the way through till uh to to Saturday or Sunday you would get paid 14 pound on the Mars bar so I can remember sitting at my desk at home or the table at home and going right I need you know that's three or four weeks where I need to make sure that I'm not sick and I need to go in and, and do all these paper rounds and stuff and obviously me not being great at maths I calculated it completely wrong and found out that it was uh I could have done it in a lot shorter time than that I had imagined and uh and I can remember this I can remember this so distinctively I was uh I was a pound short of this flat of this of this ship and, uh, and I said to my mum, oh, mum, you know, I saved up all this money. You know, can you just lend me a pound and I'll give it back to you? And she was like, nope. So I went to my dad, nope, did the same thing. And uh, I actually, uh, when I lived in, in Reading, uh, there was a guy over the road that was, uh, that had a paper round that was similar to me, um, but he worked on Sundays. And I said, look, man, I need, I need a pound. You know, do you mind if I just come and help, you know, do your, do your shift? I don't care how long it takes me. I just need this pound. And uh, and yeah, I've done a couple of houses with him, and uh, and I managed to get the pound, and then it was like straight off the Sainsbury's, came back, played with it, oh, brilliant! But again, that was something like you know, it was an investment. You know, you've worked hard to get this sort of thing, so that's just that's it. That was quite a cool thing. Quite that's beautiful, thing. man. I love that. That's so cool, oh, mate. That that says to me the epitome of like value for something as well. And you had. You had Helms Deep. You had the Pirates of the Caribbean ship. So I remember oh, yeah, yeah. you were focused on those sort of things. You had that. So I do love the fact that you saved up for those sort of things and you didn't lose the respect for, for the value of the money behind it because it can become very easy to, to just forget, like, oh, yeah, 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 I'll just buy the next thing. 
Yeah, for sure. And I can remember always when you're around your house, you always had that box full of Lord of the Rings figures. And they weren't cheap. They were like, you know, sort of like eight or nine quid. And for us being, you know, kids, that was a lot of money. That was a lot of uh, that was a lot of saving up. So and we had quite Dude. we had quite the collection, didn't we, between me and you? Yeah, so it was, it was like, awesome. You know, I would bring my Urukai around your house. That was always my favorite thing. Was just like you had some of the main oh, characters cool. already, and then I'd bring the bad guys over. <laughs> it was awesome, man. Well, yeah, we just oh, see. I miss all that stuff, man. But it'd be interesting to see what the uh, our collection is. Uh, I'm so nerdy, but our collection is. Uh, I don't know how much it's worth. <laughs> Well, the, the problem with those. me is I don't I didn't like keep it in mint condition. Like they're they're used stuff, like because I properly used oh, them for see, such a yeah. long time. It's like my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. My Yu-Gi-Oh cards are probably if they were in good shape, they'd be worth a lot of money. Um, but they're not because I used them so much that it's got like my fingerprints on it and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the problem with those. me is I don't I didn't like keep it in mint condition. Like they're they're used stuff, like because I properly used oh, them for see, such yeah. a long time. It's like my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. My Yu-Gi-Oh cards are probably, if they were in good shape, they'd be worth a lot of money. Um, but they're not because I use them so much that it's got like my fingerprints on it and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> can... But you don't really think that as a kid, though. It's not really like sort of drilled into you to, to, to save nah. this in case it's something happens in the future. But I think, yeah, I think the, um, I, I mean, my shootout cards, the football ones, from, I mean, I only really done the shootout cards when Reading were in the Premier League. Uh, so that was twice, and uh, and my collection was pretty stacked there because I wanted to make sure that I got all the all the players from the football team I support, and I could just remember because they used to be like what were they thirty five p for a shoot for a pack of twelve, yes, but now they're like one pound twenty for like match attacks. Yeah, it's crazy, it's mate. That. It's, like, it's it's mental, absolutely mental. Yeah, you can judge um, the the way of a, the economy by a Freddo. Like we just look at Freddo prices, and we just need to know. I remember back when they were twenty five pence per Freddo. Mate, they were fifteen p, ten fifteen p. There you but go. When I was doing my first round, they were like forty five p. It's like crazy. I know I can rely on you for historical historical knowledge of past events. Mate. I remember. I remember shit like that, mate. I don't know why. I've got such a weird memory of things like. I don't realize. I don't think uh, it's uh, my brain doesn't calculate most important things. But if you'd asked me what I was doing on this day like 10, 11 years ago, I'd be like, yeah, I was here. I was doing this. I was, you know, seeing this person. Blah, you blah, need blah. to become a lawyer, mate. Weird. We need you to become a oh, lawyer mate, so I you don't... can fight the court oh, of God. law and become the new Harvey Specter. Oh, mate, <laughs> I've started watching that again now. I've only been watching it on like little bits of um, like memes on like TikToks and things like that. And, uh, I can remember watching the first couple of episodes and I thought, okay, this is going to be quite good. And uh, obviously, you know, at the time, I think Meghan Markle was, um, you know, just getting married to Prince Harry. And uh, I didn't realise she was in it. I thought she was just an actress yeah. from... Uh, but then I realised, I think you actually mentioned it. You said Meghan Markle was in Suits. And I was like, oh, shit, I need to watch this. But yeah, but it is, it is a good series. I need, to, um, I need to watch more of it, to be fair. Yeah, there's loads of stuff like that out there. And... Uh... There's, it's almost like you're flooded with content. You know, there's, there's so much stuff to watch. There's so many things to, to, to consume out there that you feel a little bit overwhelmed uh, with stuff. And you end up watching the same stuff that you watched beforehand that you've already watched yeah. or a comfort yeah. with it. You know, it's, it's always the way, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah, I don't know what it is. It is, a, it is definitely a comfort thing because you know what's going to happen at the end. 
it's uh, it's like with series as well. I mean, I've just uh, I watched this week. Um, I watched Creed one and two, and yes. I've I've not really been a massive fan of boxing fans since I watched. Um, you know, is it Southpaw with Jake Jake Gyllenhaal? Yes. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. That was a really good film. And then you know something something came up, and I was like, I haven't even seen any of the Rockies, like at all. So I made it my mission after Creed one and two to 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 go back to the originals and start uh, and, and and watch it all again. And uh, I think I'm on Rocky four now. I think Apollo Creed has just been killed in the uh, in the ring against um, Ivan Drago. That's and, such a good uh, so montage, by the way. That's such he's like training is, in the snow. Is. Yeah, he's ready. He's like pushing like old school friggin' like sleighs going through there, trading. I don't great. think I've got to that bit yet. I've literally oh, just mate. got to the bit where so you thanks for that. I won't watch the rest of that. No, um, no, no, mate, no. It, it, you're gonna love it, mate. It's probably one of the best have, parts of the movie. I have seen a lot of the training videos, and I just thought, you know, I needed that 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 little kick. Yeah, as, a, as a sort of motivational thing but I think I've still got like two or three more Rockies to go I think there's like seven in total or six I, I don't even know mate I thought I thought uh, Rocky 4 was the last one there's, I think there's Rocky 5 and there's Rocky Balboa as well it's mental oh actually yeah I think that's yeah I think that yeah I think you're right about five and then yeah, yeah there was one in I think 2006 that I've got listed on my watch list as, as one and then it's uh, Creed 1 and 2 have you seen Creed? I've seen Creed the original. I've not seen Creed two. Um, I oh, kind of, I, you know, I, I liked Creed one, um, but I, I don't know. I haven't watched Creed two. I probably should put it on my list to, to watch. It's on Netflix. Mm. Yeah, it is on Netflix. But yeah, it's a, it is a good film. Um, but yeah, so I, it made me want to get into boxing really now. I think we at our gym <laughs> we've got a um, they're setting up like a, I can't remember what it's called. It's like Blaze or something, and it's a uh, it's a boxing fitness class. I'm not really mm. into, you know, going into or sparring anyone at the moment, but I think it. No, you don't want to get that like, brain damage. No, <laughs> uh, well, I think it comes with a risk, doesn't it, mate? It's like any old sport, isn't it? You know, yeah, MMA yeah. fighting, and you know, even football. Sometimes, you know, you hear about yes. all these these people that have got like lifelong injuries and stuff, but you know, you got to be safe and all that. So. But yeah, I think I think the whole idea of boxing fitness, I think that stuff that's something that I'll definitely definitely be interested in. Sure. Mate, whatever can keep you motivated, whatever works for you. I, I'm always this person who will say, I'm not gonna force you or give you advice on stuff that you're not gonna do. Find what you love and find what works yeah. for you. Like if you love the boxing, go do the boxing. If you love bikes and you love cycling, go do the cycling. Like don't, you know, force yourself to get into something that you're not going to commit to because like that's just so dumb isn't it that's like me trying to feed yeah, you chocolate sure. you don't like you know <laughs> i love every chocolate so that's not gonna that's not gonna be, uh, <laughs> that's not gonna be possible. let's let's end end on this i'll ask you one last question because i love you to, sure. to end on a high and end on positive notes in these podcasts and it is episode 100 we haven't said this it is episode 100 of the taylor's tales podcast we will be entering a new era of the taylor's tales podcast this will no longer be the background anymore i will no longer be in chris's corner i will be moving to a new area a new podcast studio and this will be a interesting way to start and i hope george you'll be one of the first in-person guests for the new studio as well to, to come back on the show and we can talk sure what are your goals 
for the coming year, let's say 2022 and 2023? What's, what's, what's one thing you want to accomplish? What are your goals for the coming year, let's say 2022 and 2023? What's, what's, what's one thing you want to accomplish? Um, just to just to keep 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 healthy, uh, keep mm. training my mindset to be the way it is now. Um, surround myself more with with family and friends and, and going out and and, and, ju- and just enjoying more, um, not taking anything for granted and you know just going into the new year exactly how I've been in the last you know sort of five or six months with that intention to just keep learning, keep growing and you know just just trying to just trying to get the message across to, to people that you know it's okay that if you're not feeling, if you're feeling down and you've got no one to turn to, because there's always people there to to talk, and uh, I feel like talking was such a big uh, big part for me, especially with my parents about something so precious and delicate. Um, but yeah, yeah, shout out to all the people that you know pushing every day, and you know even though it could be bad, you know just keep going. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, but yeah, just, 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 you know, still stay in that positive mindset. So that's me, mate. That's me done. Amazing. Amazing. And I want to add to that and say to, you know, recently I saw on TV, Paddy, the baddie talk about how one of his friends killed himself. Um, and he didn't know. And we, we, you may have seen this on the news as well, George, that he didn't get, he got called at four o'clock in the morning to, to know that his, his friend hadn't talked to any of his friends about his mental health issues. Let's make this a shout out, even on this small podcast, that you are not alone. People are going through what you are going through. The darkness will not conquer you because we are warriors of light and we will look after each other and we stay strong with what George has talked about and staying that positive mindset. So please stick around to the end because it's going to be a hell of a ride and it is not the end yet. So... This has been the Taylor's Tales podcast. This has been Chris's Corner. I've been your host, Chris Taylor. And once again, thank you, George Taylor, for joining me today. Peace and love. Peace.